to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror, one episode at a time. I'm Jackie. I'm Erica. And this month, we are looking into the doll's eyes. This is Season 2, Episode 9, and we are talking about Annabelle. Dun dun dun. Well, today I am drinking a Dunkin' Coco Mocha Signature Latte. Aren't you fancy? What about you? You're fancy today, too. Yeah, and this is your fault. I'm having a caramel pecan iced coffee. Homemade. You know you're addicted. Shut up. Just get to the plot. (laughs) I know what I am. (laughs) You're addicted to coffee and iced coffee. Iced coffee. Thanks to your introduction from me. Yeah. (laughs) To all the Starbucks stuff. (laughs) All right, plot. John Form thinks he's found the perfect gift for his pregnant wife, Mia. A vintage doll in a beautiful white dress. However, the couple's delight doesn't last long. One terrible night, devil worshippers invade their home and launch a violent attack against the couple. When the cultists try to summon a demon, they smear a bloody rune on the nursery wall and drip blood on Mia's doll, thereby turning the former object of beauty into a conduit for ultimate evil. A.K.A. Annabelle. Bravo. But this former object of beauty, I mean, really? This doll was never beautiful. It was hideous. It was an ugly ass doll. It was creepy to begin with. It was just ugly, okay? I I don't know. So were the other dolls in that collection, but she was especially creepy. (laughs) Did you not notice the other ones? Because it's the set of four or something. Yeah, a set of, no, three. Three. Well, either the point is, they were all pretty. Wearing Maybe. the same dress, white yeah. with a little red bow, whatever. It was, they were just too many of those things. <laughs> when The Conjuring came out, you know, we love The Conjuring. We did review it last year. Mm-hmm. It starts with Annabelle. Yeah. That is your intro to the movie. Mm-hmm. It's the Warrens talking to the nurses about Annabelle. And I remember thinking, this is a creepy ass story. And it's like, James Wan read my mind. I mean, he didn't direct this movie, but, you know, it's all within the same realm and everything. Right. And they made this movie. And I thought it was great because you get this backstory onto why this doll is so evil. It's so evil that they have to bless this room. I mean, the doll, twice a month, will plus that room. Right. That room is creepy. Just the room alone. Well, the room is very creepy, but the doll, I mean, she's in her own... Glass Case. enclosure. I mean, nothing else in there is like doubled. How about it's only this? her? Why do they need to keep her there? Why can't they take her? <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Put her in cement. Okay. Mm. Then put that cement inside of another cement block type thing. Like the ones that they put coffins in in the ground. And then they seal that up. And then they seal it up again. And then they take it. And they put it, and they put chains, tons of chains around it, all right? And put it out in the Pacific Ocean? Uh, whatever ocean, it doesn't matter. Just an ocean, and just leave it there with tons of weights, and that's it. Isn't that polluting? I don't know. I guess the balance of good and evil, I guess, I kind of, you know, there are worse things out there. Because maybe she's still able to penetrate through the concrete. <laughs> okay. We'll I don't know. That. That's not my choice. That's the Warren's choice. <laughs> no, but it seems to me like a lot to do every month for this one stupid ass doll. But they have to do it for the whole room anyway. So it's a two for one deal? Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> the point is, I know we watched it at the theater. I enjoyed it. The scores are low, which I'm, I was kind of surprised, but. Yeah, I was too when I saw them. But to hell with it. I enjoyed the movie. Just telling you right now. I know you did. Okay. Honestly, I had forgotten that The Conjuring started that way. Really? Yep. Completely. Mm. Did you not see my look of surprise when you said it now? This must be fun for you. It's like watching a new movie all the time. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is like watching a new movie every time. I had forgotten it started like that. Completely forgot. Oh, Just well. like up, oop, and out, gone. Anyway, that's all I remember. I don't remember. If, did we see this at the movies together? Did we see this as streaming back when it movies. came? We did go. It's been so long since we've been to the movies, like, consistently like we used to. I know. That I don't know, I don't remember what I've seen in a movie, in a movie theater, and at home Same. anymore. I know. But this one's pretty old already. I know, but I don't even know. I didn't remember, oh, okay, 2014. I didn't even remember when it was done. I see. I do remember enjoying it, and okay. I do remember you... Freaking out during the movie, in the movies, and then, of course, here at home again. I did. Yeah. It was fun. So that's my memory of, of this movie. All right. There you go, which is not much, <laughs> apparently. Well, you made new memories now. I sure did. All right, let's head into movie facts. Mm-hmm. All right, Rotten Tomato score. Critics gave it 29, and even the audience gave it 35. See, critics, I always expect that. Right. But the audience, like, I thought it was a good movie. Like, I think this is What's what... What's wrong the, with it? This score really, to me, belongs to The Nun. Or whatever. Yes. The, that movie was yes. awful. I wonder what it got. I don't know. But while you're talking, I'm going to look, look that it up. up. Because I'm curious. Okay. Did you find it? Yeah. And? And uh, they're just slightly worse. Um, 24 for the tomato meter. Uh-huh. And audience 35. Oh, on par. I think it should have no. been less than that. Yeah, because this, I think, is way better than The Nun. At I, least I, it, it was, scared me. I thought the story was good. The Nun was a piece of shit. <laughs> I really just was so disappointed in The Nun. I was so looking forward to what the story was that it, uh, probably too much anticipation. It was. I think they should have just left her as that little side mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Instead of doing like this with Annabelle. Yeah. Um, Archie, our co-producer, is back. Yes. He's, he might, you might hear some pitter-patters here and there. but Yes. He came and investigated. He walked away. He might come back. Yeah. He may come back. And I guess he, he was on par with the... Uh, with, the uh, with the scores. Yes. He's disappointed. The movie came out October 3rd, 2014. As I mentioned, this is already a semi-old movie, which is very shocking. In mm -hmm. two years, it'll be 10 years old. Wow. That's really crazy. It had a budget of $6.5 million and grossed over $257 million. So even with bad reviews, it made its money and then some. Joseph Bishara was hired to compose the music for the film. Why are you laughing? The name? And he's the same? Yes. And he's the same composer for The Conjuring. That's why I laughed. Because I <laughs> did remember. did it last time too, I think. You, you struggled with. Bashara, Bashara, Bashira, Bashura. You can't. Oh, maybe it is Bashira. Yeah. No, it's Bashara. No. Yes, but the the evil thing in in the country. Oh, Bashiva, Bashiva, or something like that. And you were. It just, was hard. Yeah, it was. Very that's why hard. I started laughing. <laughs> well, and that's why the music does sound 
very similar. Now I'm curious if in the other two Annabelle movies, if he's also the composer. He probably is. Probably. So this is also like The Conjuring based off of a real Warren case. Mm-hmm. So according to real life Ed and Lorraine Warren, the real Raggedy Ann doll, it is a Raggedy Ann doll, by the way, was given to a nurse in 1970 who claimed it was exhibiting supernatural phenomena. The authentic Annabelle slash Agony Randall still exists today and resides in a glass encasement, just like in the movie, inside the Lorraine family's occult museum in Monroe, Connecticut. We should go. That would be a fun trip. I know. I wonder, I mean, I guess since it's a museum, they let you tour that room. Maybe we should just look it up. Hmm. I would be interested in going. I would too. Mm-hmm. The apartment complex is where Ellen used to live. Ellen DeGeneres? Yes. Oh. The comedian. How neat. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Interesting. Several references to the classic movie, Rosemary's Baby, are alluded in Annabelle. I did kind of think of this. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is the basement scene. You know how yes. in Rosemary... Funny oh enough, we gosh, did watch this right. yeah. kind of recent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that. The other reference is the two main characters are John and Mia in Annabelle. And then the actors from Rosemary's Baby, their real names are John Cassavetes and Mia Farrow. Hmm. So I thought that was a cute little Twist. nod. Hmm. And then in Annabelle, John and Mia name their daughter Leah... And that is the same name of one of the neighbors in Rosemary's Baby. So I thought that was kind of cool. That is pretty cool. And I don't know. I kind of got the same vibe of the apartment. Mm-hmm. Like the one in Rosemary's Baby was huge. And so was the one in Annabelle. Like it just had that same creepy vibe. Yeah. And the size of it. And That's I'm going to make the same comment that I think we even discussed this the other night when we watched Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. Is like this guy is a resident He's not even a full-on doctor yet. No, in Rosemary's Baby, he was a he was an actor. No, I'm talking oh. about in 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 this. Well, even well, there, yeah. How he did they both afford it? Yeah, how could yeah. they afford that? These people are, you know, up and coming. Yeah, so yeah, that's I, a good point. And only, and both women were homemakers. Yeah. So yeah, good point. See, mm-hmm. so there's actually more reference than leads the eye there you go (laughs) and then i thought this last little fact whether it's true or not it's creepy and it adds something creepy to the whole thing a few years or decades ago a visitor to that museum to the Mm -hmm. warren museum ignored the warnings and banged on the doll's box on the glass case it was reported that he died in a motorcycle accident a little bit after freaky Mm. just saying i don't know if it's true but it's freaky interesting All right. Well, that's it for movie facts. A fun thing, though, when I was looking this up and you can just put in Google Annabelle behind the scenes Uh and this cool video on YouTube pops up and it's not really like a, you know, interview style, you know, on DVDs and Blu-rays, you get the interviews and the behind the scenes with like a commentary. Mm -hmm. It's literally just somebody filming the filming of the movie okay if that makes sense yeah you see like the director talking to the actors and you see them like rehearsing and acting out oh that's kind of neat it's really cool because i like seeing how movies are made but it also made me go wow this is where you appreciate editing Mm -hmm. because when you see it from this point of view it looks fake right 
because well, it is it's a movie. Yeah, but, but I know what you adds, mean. It just doesn't look real, right. realistic. Right, because the editing adds all the filters and the right well, angles. Well, the color grading that everything. they add to it. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, cool. So it was, it's really cool if you're ever interested. Just Google Annabelle behind the scenes and it'll pop up on YouTube. I'm going to have to look that up after. It's pretty cool. Okay. I think it's worth it. Awesome. All right, now let's get on to the movie. All right. Okay, I like that we're doing this. Now let's introduce the characters. Mm-hmm. We have Mia, who is the wife, the main female actress. Then we have John, who is her husband. He is also a resident, as we find out. Mm-hmm. There's Leah, their baby. Evelyn, their neighbor at the apartment. Who also owns a bookstore. Correct, in the neighborhood of the apartment. Father Perez, which is their priest. And then Annabelle, who is the doll and the, na- the original neighbor's crazy daughter. Well, cultist. Yeah. A cultist or whatever they're called. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. There we go. There you go. The movie starts like The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. It's the Annabelle story. It's the two or three roommates. Three. It's two girls and they're talking about Annabelle, her moving around The Conjuring opening. Right. And then it takes you back one year and in California mm-hmm. because The Conjuring is taking place on the East Coast. We meet our couple. They're at church. And they're like playing finger fun there with at church. I found that kind of disrespectful of them. What? They were like, you know, like holding hands and So what? They were having there. fun. Anyway. Uh, and they're friends with an older couple who are their neighbors. We learn that their neighbors lost their daughter a few years back. But it's not that the daughter died. Right. Is that she went to, let's say, be a hippie. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what they think. Like she just ran away. Right. From home. Mia likes to sew. So we're now we're at their home, the, the Forms. Mm-hmm. That's a funny name. It is. Home. And she's, she's sewing that night. And then on TV, she's watching a program about the family. And they're talking about Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were called that. Yeah, they were the family. Okay. And ironically, it kind of mimicked what's going to happen in this movie in a way, right? They did. I said that. You said that while we similar. were you're like, oh, it's kind of share and take kind of thing. Yeah. The, this is where we learn that John, her husband, is a resident becoming a doctor. Then we cut into Mia in the nursery, and she's, you know, walking around, looking mm-hmm. around, and she messes with the mobile, which I don't know if you caught it. It has the sound of the little music box from The I Conjuring. I did not catch that. Yeah. I mean, at least that's what it sounded like to me. I was like, oh. Oh, that's Conjuring cool. hint. I like it. And this is where John is like, oh, I have a gift for you. And he busts out with this big-ass box. With Annabelle. Mm-hmm. But not only that, he even says, well, you know, I had to take it a little bit from the rent money. So how expensive is this doll? But, and, and not just that. It's like, what are you going to tell your, your landlord? Like, dude, I had to buy this doll. I know. Can I take a, a loan out in the meantime? Oh, is that what he meant? No, that's not what oh. he meant. But I'm just saying in general. Because he's like, oh, this is cut into our rent money. It's yeah. like, Really? Yeah, then that's pretty bad. You could have waited a little bit. <laughs> Nothing is worth not being able to pay your, your rent, rent or mortgage. Or food. 
Yeah. Anyway, so she loves it. She's like, oh my God, I didn't think I would ever get her. She loves it. And like I said earlier, this is part of a, a mm-hmm. collection. So now she has completed the collection. And puts her right there on the shelf along with the other creepy ass dolls. Yeah. Well, it's important to note that Mia is a doll collector from what I can tell. But yeah. let me tell you, all those dolls in that room look, look freaky as fuck. They did. They were all mm. heebie-jeebie dolls. Anyway, so now it's nighttime. Mia and John are going to sleep, but as they're going to sleep, you, as the viewer, are looking out through their bedroom window, Mm -hmm. and you can see the neighbors, their friends. Right. And a light turns on, and you see somebody walking in, and you know it's not... Yeah, it's not a friendly visit. It's an invader. Because the guy has a knife in his hand. Right. And then the lights turn off, and you hear a scream. And then Mia Mia wakes wakes up. up. And she's like, what's going on? And she wants John to go take a look. Of course. Of course. So John goes and takes a look. But he didn't turn on the lights, you could tell, because clearly he walked in there in the dark. Right. Big mistake. And Mia comes out. She leaves the front door open. Mia comes out and waits for him out there. And he comes out with blood on himself. Mm -hmm. And he says, oh, it's not mine, but call 911. Right. So she runs back into her house to call 911. Yes. And while she's on that call... A woman is seen in the background. And then she's done with the call, and all of a sudden you just hear, I like your dolls. Mia gets attacked by the guy, because now they're both in there. Yeah. They snuck in behind her. He stabs her belly, like, on the side. Yeah. And that, I was like, oh, that's so bad. And that's what reminded me of... The Sharon Sharon Tate. Tate. Yeah. But luckily, you know, John gets there... The cops get there, and the cops do end up shooting the guy. Meanwhile, Annabelle, who is the name of the the actual right, person. Right, the woman, not the doll. Right, is in the nursery holding Annabelle the doll, mm-hmm. which will become Annabelle the doll. She kills herself. She makes some kind of mark on the wall. And then a drop of her blood falls on the doll's face and goes into the eye socket. Correct. Presumably, this is when she transfers her soul to the doll, so to speak. Yes. Mia's fine. You know, the baby's fine. Everything's fine. But she's been put on bed rest. Mm -hmm. So now she has to, you know, not only be at home alone after this attack with a doll Mm -hmm. that's possessed. But she doesn't know that yet. she doesn't know this yet. But now she has to just be stuck in bed all day. Mm-hmm. Watching soap operas. Which apparently they made fun of, like John made fun of her. Oh, don't get addicted to these. And she's like, I, I don't like these. But she oh, does. But she does end up getting. <laughs> so he brings in the little TV on the wheels. Oh my God. That Wasn't was that so cute? funny. That is yeah. so old school. I had a little TV like that when I was a kid. I had a feeling that. With the bunny rabbit antennas coming out of the back. <laughs> so Mia's at home. And it's bedtime now. All of a sudden, the sewing machine makes noise. It's in a separate room in like, let's say like in the corner of their living room. Mm -hmm. And it's making noise. And of course, John goes to investigate and he's like, okay. But there's a rumbling sound. There is a, what is up with these rumbling sounds? I don't know. But if I ever hear a rumbling sound while I'm home alone, I think I'll be running out the front door. I think you should. If you've learned anything, (laughs) rumbling means there's some kind of spirit hanging around. Some kind of bad shit going on. So John turns off the sewing machine, chalks it up to maybe whatever, some kind of electrical error. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming in his head. Right. 
And as he's going back to the room, the nursery door is open and Annabelle is blocking the door. Yeah. Did he not think that was weird? How did this doll end up on the floor? I know. Well, it could have fallen, I guess. But I don't think it was near the door. No, because it was on the other side of the crib, but... Anyway. Anyway, so he takes the doll and puts it on the rocking chair. Which, which is that creepy. alone already looks pretty creepy. Like, you couldn't just put it back on the wall or right. just hide it behind the door. Or how about just get rid of it? Well, they don't know about it I yet. know. Now it's the next day. Mia's home alone again. She hears the rocking chair. You see, we're back to the rocking chair. We had rocking chairs last year. With yeah, we With the conjuring, did. the visit, Yeah, rocking chairs are just else. notoriously evil, apparently. And they sound creepy. They do. I don't think I ever want want one again in my life. But I love sitting on a porch on a rocking chair. They're out. Really? Done. Huh. Well, they kind of make me nauseous anyway. Oh, that's right. You and your motion sickness. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. I'm not going to sit in something that's going to make me sick. I hear you. Anyway, so she hears a rocking chair. And of course, it stops when she comes to investigate. So well, she closes the door. Mm-hmm. She should be concerned. Yeah. But I guess she can chalk it up to, oh, I, I'm crazy. <laughs> or I'm but this is things. where she, I think she realizes that, okay, I've had enough. And she tells John to get rid of the doll because now she's creeped out by the doll. And she's also, she has a point. She told him that the girl was holding on to her doll. Right. When she died. Mm-hmm. So it creeps her out. And I don't blame her. Yeah. That is freaky. Yeah. But then I can't imagine him like, Great, I have to get rid of this doll that I just paid God knows how much back then that it's affecting rent. But he does. But he does. And he takes it and shoves it down the garbage can. Without any argument. Right. At least not that... Not even a faith. He's like, yep, I get it. Yeah. Out the door it goes. He's very supportive. He I is. I must say. In that sense, yeah. pretty supportive. So we go back to Mia home alone. She's sewing, not paying attention. And you kept saying it. Pay attention. And she cut her finger on the Mm -hmm. the sewing machine. Yeah, she was sewing and not looking at herself putting the fabric through. You're supposed to do. I sew, so I know. I'm like, this is crazy. She's going to kill her finger. And what does she do? Ah, that's got to hurt, man. I I assume. Oof. So, the night before, John was going to make popcorn. But Mia fell asleep, so they didn't make popcorn. They just went to bed. Mm Mm-hmm. But John left the popcorn on the stove. The Jiffy Pop popcorn. Yes. yes. While this is happening with the sewing machine, the popcorn just starts popping. Well, the stove is on. The stove turns on. All the burners turn on. So it's popping. It's popping. Now, this is something I don't agree with. Popcorn is very fragrant. Fragrant. Popcorn alone. (laughs) Yeah. Much, much more when you start. Smelling it burn mm-hmm. because obviously it's going to start burning before you f- smell a fire. Exactly. So I don't buy that she didn't smell it. Yeah, I didn't either because we were. Con- it's like, come on, man! I you put it in the microwave one minute more than what the instructions say, and it's over. And game over. The house smells like burnt popcorn for days. For days, yes. So yeah. the only thing we did come up with was that maybe the spirit or the the entity, the evil, covered it in a way, like not. Made it not obvious. I know, but I just... To I hurt think, her? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That would be the only extra step <laughs> that can make it make sense. Yeah. Anyway, she finally does realize that there's a fire. Mm-hmm. And she gets pulled 
by yeah. an unknown source. You don't see anything, don't see but anything. she gets pulled towards the direction of the fire. Yes, and then she falls on the floor on her belly. Yep. So now all hope is lost. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So she ends up going to the hospital. She has the baby and yeah. everything's honky-dory. But now she tells John, I don't want to go back there. Right. But before that, mm-hmm. the detective had come to visit her. Mm-hmm. And he tells her that the attackers were satanic. Remember? Oh, yes, that is important. And that's when she says to him, I don't want to know anything about this. It's right. done. It's mm-hmm. over. And he's like, okay, fine. He packs his bag and he leaves. And that's when this whole popcorn incident then happens. But I think that shook her. And that's when she's like, yeah, let's go. So they move into an apartment instead. And apparently it worked out because they think it's closer to where John needed to be for the residency. Well, they moved to Pasadena is what it was. And I think that was part of the thing. Mm -hmm. So they're unpacking and guess what Mia finds. Could it be Annabelle? Annabelle the doll. Dirty. And, she, and she decides to keep her. That's what I don't get either. And Why she's would all you still grimy keep her? looking. But she had like a moment of sympathy. Like she, all right, I'll just keep her. Because he, she told John, you got her for me. Yeah. So she put her back on the top shelf of a new like cabinet thing that she had. A, In the nursery. What are those things called? Hold a, on. A hutch. A it hutch, looked like yeah. a hutch. She put mm-hmm. it right on the top. Yep. For everyone to see. <laughs> Dead center. Dead center. <laughs> Mia meets these two kids. They're drawing in the stairway. On the stairs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that's their where they're playing. A brother and a sister. Mia's with the baby. And the sister's like, hi. And the brother's like, stop talking to strangers. But here's what's funny about this mm-hmm. to me. Stop talking to strangers. That's what our parents told us. And yet here you are in a public throughway within the building that you live in you're exposed to strangers alone alone without a parent there right so yeah go ahead i digress it's the 60s anyway sure let's go with that (laughs) so they're talking and they're like oh i hope one day you can play with leah too blah 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 she leaves mia finds this bookstore and that's where um she meets evelyn who is also a neighbor right yes she Mm -hmm. lives in the same building right when Mia comes home, she finds these drawings from the kids. Mm-hmm. At, at first, oh, Leah looks, they drew us. Right. But then as she's going up the stairs, the drawings progress into basically Mia pushing a stroller and the stroller getting hit by a by big a old big truck. truck. Yeah. And then Mia's like, hmm. These kids are pretty awful painting these things. Yeah. This is concerning. She shows John and John is like, they're just kids. Mm-hmm. John suggests, oh, we should have, you know, like a night together. So Mia decides to make them dinner. He doesn't show, though. Yeah. He's a no-show, and uh, there goes dinner. Nice romantic dinner. Find out what happens after this quick break. So Mia turns off the record player because, you know. Dinner's a bust. It's a wash. And she turns it off, and then all of a sudden... It turns back on. So she goes back into the little area where the record player is, and you see a shadow in... Was that a painting or a mirror? I can't remember. I think it was a painting. Well, when you hear the record player turning back on, if you look where the record player is in the scene, Mm -hmm. if you look in the painting above it or the framed photo, whatever it is, in the glass, you see a shadow. Right. A movement. We even rewound Mm -hmm. because we weren't sure. Yep. 
And then you see something in the curtain, like moving. Mm -hmm. And she turns around and she looks towards the nursery. And in the nursery, there's this little girl mm-hmm. who we later find out is, well, not later, but right after we find out is Annabelle, the evil person. Mm-hmm. And the kid charges at her. Mm-hmm. And as she's charging, she transforms into Annabelle herself. Mm-hmm. And she's coming right at her, and then poof, she's gone. It's a good scene. It was scary. I I know Ooh, I'm the getting chills I know it. the first time we saw it. I was well, even this time I screamed, but for sure the first time I was like, ah. I actually remember seeing the commercial with yes, that in it. The commercial had it, which they need to stop doing that. Stop yeah. showing like the good jump scares. Yeah, and stop showing the whole movie. That too. That's but too. that's another rant for another day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So John gets home. She's very distraught. Of course, he thinks she's crazy. Oh, and John is working the night shift now. He's changing to night shift. Right. Oh, that's right. Wonderful. (laughs) Perfect. Uh Uh-huh. So, since he starts working night shift, he's out at night, clearly. And Mia, one of these nights, decides to take empty boxes, you know, from the move Mm -hmm. to the basement at night. Why? Because why not? Why can't you just do this during the day? Would it make the basement any less dark? There might be windows in there that let in light. I don't know. That's the only reason I'm saying that because I just thought of it too. Like, would it make a difference? It might if it's actually some windows in there. Like those little half window things? Yeah. I guess. But it's still a basement. But maybe during the day, there's more people around too. That tr- that too. Okay, I'll give Unlike you that. Unlike being, you know, Going at 10 o'clock sleep. at night to the basement. I get it. Right. Yeah. So she's down there, and a stroller just randomly pops out. A black carriage, not a stroller. All right. There's a big difference between a little stroller, because in people's mind, you're thinking of those little, you know, stroll. This is a black baby carriage. They're creepy. They are creepy. And it's those old school ones that make it look... So you see the difference? All right, all right, all right. Of course, something comes out and grabs her arm. She freaks out and tries to run and gets in the elevator. But it leaves a mark on her arm. Yes. When she gets in the elevator, guess what? (laughs) Nothing happens. Even if she pushes the buttons, it's not going anywhere. It keeps, it'll close. Right. But then it opens right back up into the basement. Mm -hmm. And then she looks at her arm and that's when she notices that mark on her arm. Mm -hmm. Then she was brave enough to make a run for it. Meaning, from the elevator, she had to run straight back towards the carriage, since you're calling it a carriage, mm-hmm. and make a right to take the stairs. Yes. That was brave. I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have just cowered in fear in the elevator and prayed that something would happen. I always think you don't give yourself enough credit <laughs> for how brave you actually are. Well, fine. But she made it to the stairs and she, I, I was thinking, oh, this is going to loop her back into the basement, but it doesn't. She goes up, up the stairs into the building. Yeah. But as she's going up the stairs mm-hmm. and nobody's in that building. And hears her or sees that light. Right. Like it's pitch Nothing. black in there yeah, too. Yeah. It's which like is super like, dark. It's why like, is really? it so dark? Yeah. Nobody hears all the commotion as mm-hmm. she's chasing, being chased up the stairs. Because when she looks down from above, she sees that hand, that demonic looking, weird, hoofy kind of hand mm-hmm. sticking out on the railing. Mm-hmm. I guess it needed help. 
climbing the stairs. But anyway, that's what she sees. But then at some point when she's going up and she looks down again, she sees the demon Mm -hmm. there. You just see like a silhouette. A silhouette. Yeah. Kind of. With a little bit of detail here and there. But that's it. It is freaky looking. And then she makes it back into the... You know what's funny? I just remembered something now. When the when the movie opens in the church scene, mm-hmm. it opens with the face of a demon. Does it? Yeah, like one of those statues that they have in the church. Interesting. I thought that was it. It just I just remembered that. Hmm. Weird. I didn't huh? remember that. Hmm. Yeah. The next day, she I guess decides to call this detective to get more information, even though she said she didn't want it. Mm-hmm. So he gives her more information, and shows her photos. And she finds the photo of just that symbol on the wall of the nursery. Mm-hmm. And she wants to know what it is. Right. So what does she do? She goes to the bookstore. But wait, she also sees in that file a photo of Annabelle. Oh, as, as a, a child. kid. That's how we find out that that was her That's as a when kid. she realizes who it is. Yeah. And that's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes to Evelyn's bookstore. Mm-hmm. And Evelyn asks her... Do you need help with anything? Like, what are you looking for? Mia's like, you're not going to believe me. And she's like, try me. And then she tells her, well, I'm basically looking for ghosts and demons. And she's like, oh, aisle four, blah, blah, blah. Come with me. (laughs) I was like, well, there you go. There you go. So she gives her a book. Now, uh, Mia is (laughs) driving, I was going to say driving back, (laughs) is taking the stroller or carriage, whatever, back with her to the apartment after leaving the bookstore. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's standing in front of her front building door, which is a glass door. Mm-hmm. And she has Mia in her arms and the carriage is Well, you itself. don't know if she has Mia. Uh, you don't. Leah in her arms. Leah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Leah. Mia, Mia. Leah. Yeah. Okay. So you don't know that. But she looks in, she looks towards the building, the front door, and it's all glass. And what she sees is Annabelle, the person, the human standing behind her mm-hmm. in the reflection. And it's at that moment that the carriage starts to go backwards towards an un- oncoming truck. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, when you first see the scene, you think the baby is still in there. But then you realize that Mia is carrying Leah. Right. And the truck does hit the oh, yeah. stroller. Destroys it. Bad. So I if... would have flipped out if I was that truck driver thinking that there was a baby in there. Who wouldn't? Yeah. That I would know. be very scary. But luckily, when... Um, Mia turns around. She has the baby mm-hmm. in her arm, but she freaks out because that's what the kids drew. Yep. Which is freaky. Yep. We're back at the apartment and Mia gets locked into the nursery, separated from the baby. Right. And she's looking through the door. The bottom. The of bottom. The door. And these book, the baby's sitting in front of this bookcase and all these books start falling around her. But man, this demon has really bad aim. I think it's on purpose. You think it's just to terrify her? To terrify no. Mia. Because honestly, I think if the demon really wanted to do something, they yeah. would just do it. I think they also like to scare, apparently. Apparently. They like to build momentum. Mm-hmm. And then, while she's looking at the baby, she starts freaking out. Mm-hmm. And who shows up? Annabelle the doll. The doll. Annabelle the doll, all of a sudden, is in her field of vision as she's looking under the little bit of space under the door. Yep. And guess what happens then? What? Erica screamed. Of course. <laughs> I should have recorded it. 
Mia does eventually get out of the room. She saves the baby. But as she's holding the baby and facing the camera, there's windows behind them with these curtains. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you see the Annabelle doll just getting up and kind of like floating in the air. But when you really look... Yeah. It's a demon holding it. That was creepy the way that... That was really creepy. Yeah, because it was very dark. Yeah. So you don't get a full on, but it's like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm getting like goosebumps from that. It was a really good scene. Mm Mm-hmm. They call the priest. Well, because... It's time. It's time. It's time to call. I think they should have called him sooner, but whatever. The priest takes the doll, which is a big mistake. As the priest approaches the church... The church won't even let him in. Like, he gets knocked backwards. Mm-hmm. That's how powerful powerful this doll is. Right. But there's one thing that you, you forgot there is that when he's when she, Mia, and the priest, uh, Father Perez, are talking, he offers to take the dolls, the doll, sorry, not dolls, the doll, until the Warrens, although he doesn't say the Warrens, mm-hmm. he says a couple friend... That he uh, okay. knew mm-hmm. to come and see the doll. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't remember. You that. didn't remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Finally, something that I I that remember. You knew. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then the spirit of Annabelle, meaning the real Annabelle, mm-hmm. takes the doll away, and now the priest is in the hospital. Yeah. Man, is he beat up? He's very beat up. <laughs> he got really screwed over there. Mia and Evelyn are hanging out. They went shopping, they come back to the apartment, and they're like, oh, can't spoil a baby enough. So you can tell that they're really getting along, and they have a you know conversation. We learn that Evelyn also lost her daughter. Right. Um, that she suffered from losing her daughter. Um, that she almost tried to commit suicide, but her daughter said, came to her and said, you have a bigger purpose. Right. This is important for later. Mm-hmm. So... The priest ends up at the hospital where John is at. Mm -hmm. So John goes to see him because he's like, what happened? And the priest tells John that the doll is evil. That it really is the doll. The doll is possessed. It's blah, blah, blah. John then tries to call Mia, but the call doesn't go through. It's funny how he he was, he just like believed it right away. We didn't have that whole, oh, I don't know. Yeah, we didn't. That's what I'm saying. John was pretty supportive. In, in the that middle, sense, yes. In the middle of the movie, he did think she was a little crazy and had the postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. But then he was pretty open. Yeah. I think the once the priest the told him, hey, you got a bad doll here. Yeah. Because I get the impression the priest is from John, not from her. From, from his side? Like it's yeah. from John's side. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the call doesn't go through. All Mia hears is static. There's a knock at the apartment door. Evelyn goes, and it's the priest. But he's standing with his back. Yes. To to the um, peephole. But when but you, the viewer, see him on the other side, and he has Annabelle's eyes. Yeah. The it, doll Annabelle, mm-hmm. which is really freaky, and he, he says something, and it's just very disturbing because he's loud, and you can tell it's not him right. clearly, and you know he's in the hospital. And... He kicks Evelyn out. Yeah. Well, he grabs her and pushes her out. Yeah. And now the baby's missing. All of a sudden. At this point, Mia has gone batshit crazy. I don't blame her. Her kid's missing. Yeah. She's a demon. And she screams at the Annabelle doll, what do you want from me? Mm -hmm. As she's slamming it against the crib. Right. And then 
she pl- they that demon is so bad that it plays games with her mind because all of a sudden what she sees is the baby that she's actually the one who's pounding the baby remember oh yeah yeah when she throws a doll yes. it turns into the baby and she starts flipping, flipping out. out yeah, yeah and yeah. that's when she starts screaming what do you want from me yeah and when she turns around and looks at the nursery all over the wall that says her soul written everywhere mm-hmm. it looks like it's in blood or crayon or something like that it looks like crayon yeah, yeah crayon mm-hmm. it but in red right mia decides that she's going to sacrifice herself she doesn't want leah mm-hmm. to be the sacrifice so john makes it home in time to get to the nursery because mia is ready to jump out the window she's on the window she's on, on the, the window very um, what do you call, edge of it. I'm going to say the very ledge right. of it. Edge of it. But he pulls her back. And as they're arguing, because Mia's saying, oh, I have to do this. I told you that if it become, if it comes between me and her, we have to save Leah. Mm-hmm. Evelyn is listening. Evelyn shows back up because obviously if John got in, now Evelyn's back in. Right. And she's hearing this and she's like, this is what my, my sacrifice, purpose my yeah. purpose. Mm-hmm. So she's um, going to sacrifice herself. And she does. She and she takes she takes the doll with her, yes, and jumps out the window. And Le- uh, not Leah, Leah, Mia, Mia, Leah, <laughs> Mia's like no, and she really jumps off. You see dies. her body you at see the bottom her with Annabelle, right? And, and then they pan back again. Well, Annabelle's gone. Well, I was gonna say the baby comes back, blah, yeah, blah blah. And then when you look back out the window, yes, Annabelle has disappeared. Mm-hmm. She ran off. Six months later, and, you know, we, we're we back at the church. Mm-hmm. You know, Mia and John are happy. The baby didn't look like it aged six months, but that's okay. At all. It's, it looked like it was the same age. The child looked the same size. It, it didn't look any bigger. Six months is a lot in a baby's time frame. It is, even a month. Anyway, so they're fine. They seem to be back to normal with no more issues. Then we go to... A store. Mm-hmm. And we hear a mom say, oh, my God, let me have this doll. How much is it? My daughter is a nurse. She'll love it. And that's. And there's Annabelle. And there is Annabelle. And that circles back to the beginning of the story when the nurses are telling the story of Annabelle. The doll. The doll. And that is the end of Annabelle. And then we go on to the rest of the franchise. Well, we need to eventually do Annabelle Creation, which is the prequel. Mm-hmm. And I remember that one being really amazing. Like, it's way better than this you one. You know that I remember nothing about Well, it'll movie. be like a new movie. A new movie. It'll Yet again. Great. It'll be Yet great. Yet again. All right. So, sound and movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. It's the same sound as The Conjuring. It has the same tones, the same music. It gives a lot of ambient sounds. Yes, that's true. Um, It's loud, but it's not annoying. It's just, it gives you enough to make you like, oh shit. And the rumbling again. The rumbling is, to me, like a found footage rumbling, but in a ghost. But they're all demons, so I guess it makes sense that, I guess guess demons rumble to let you know, hey, I'm here. So, but yeah, I agree with you on, on the sound. I think it was, it was very similar to The Conjuring, and mm-hmm. it was all connected. So it, it worked. I mean, it it didn't, like, hit me in my face, but right. it was there. But it was there. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite scene? <laughs> well, 
Well, originally I had put the the basement scene, but as we were talking, I actually I'm changing that now to the whole the curtain. No, oh. the transformation of the mm. child to the to the adult Annabelle. Yes, I, I found that like it gave me goosebumps when I thought about it. It's the way the child charges yeah. that kind. Of, look, I'm getting goosebumps now. Just it. I don't know. It's just something about it that got under my skin now when we were talking about it. So I'm changing it to that. What about you? Well, funny enough, my favorite scene was the elevator scene, but mm-hmm. now I'm changing it to that curtain scene <laughs> where you see the Annabelle doll move and you're like, okay, I guess the doll is moving on its own now. But when you really look, it's that demon. Yeah. And that's really freaky. It was just, I forgot about that scene and how it was really well done mm-hmm. in the movie itself where it's kind of tricky and then it's very disturbing. Like there's an actual physical demonic presence going on yeah. there. Yeah. And that's very scary. Cool. What about Beth's character? I put Mia. I did too. I liked how she portrayed the character wasn't too like, oh, I'm Miss, you know, yeah. Superwoman. She was just a regular person. Yes. So I like that. Plus she had really cute clothes. And I liked her hair. I know you did. <laughs> what about best unlikable character? Um, for me, Annabelle the woman. Mm. The doll, not so much. I mean, because yeah. she had something violently sinister to her persona. Well, yeah. When she would show up in the movie, that it was just, it was almost like you could, it was, you could almost touch it. It was palpable. Yes. Great word, palpable. Well, I chose both Annabelle and the doll because without... Annabelle, you don't have the doll, and without the doll, you don't have Annabelle. I get it. They're both a good villain. Mm-hmm. Because the doll creates a good, creepy vibe. Just her existing in space is mm-hmm. just like, no. <laughs> Go away. We don't need you. All what right. character would you be? <laughs> I wish they could see your face. You chose the baby? Yes. For me? Why? Because I didn't really feel any of the other characters represented you. Okay. Who did you see yourself as then? Mia. Really? Even though I put you as Mia? Eh, I guess so. Okay. All right. (laughs) All righty then. We'll just skip that one today. Does it hold up? Yeah. I put yes to. I did too. I still thought it was a great movie. I don't agree with the scores. It gave me a hell of a lot of scares. Yes, it did. So. Clearly. Oh, man. All right. The rules. The seven rules. All right. These are our seven rules for broken and during horror movies. Mm -hmm. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs, in the basement, the attic. Whatever. Just don't. Rule number five. Why are you going in there if it says don't enter? Look spooky. No trespassing. Condemned. Rule number six. Make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven. No Ouija board. All right. These are the rules I have broken. They split up and it cost them. Mm -hmm. Because John went next door. Right. And then all madness ensued because... Mia came out and then those bad people snuck in. Right. They were split up all the time when John was at work. I mean, that's unavoidable, but anyway. Then I have, she went into the basement. Mm -hmm. Don't go in the basement. At least wait until daytime. Yes. 
And I also, when I was, um, when we were talking about the movie, John didn't turn on the lights. Yes, I was going to say, you're missing that because you even mentioned it now. So a lot of times lights were not being turned on. No, they need to be turned on, people. Yeah. It's like, come on, it's such a simple thing. Even when I wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, I turn the lights on. Me too. I'm sorry. Oh, I turn Mm -hmm. every light on. I don't Mm -hmm. care. You know what scares me to this day? What? And you may make fun of me, but that's okay. Uh Uh-huh. When I get up to go to the bathroom at night, I keep thinking I'm going to see a hooded figure from Hell House. (laughs) Wow, that movie really got under your skin. I'm telling you, that movie is excellent. So, can I add to your horror there? No. I'm going to. Is it in the back room? Yeah. (laughs) How did I know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your back room, right? Yeah. Your creepy back room. Yeah. Which to me is no longer creepy, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's creepy to me. I know. And then I just figure that the figure is going to be there. Do you run past that room in the middle of the night? No, I just walk quick. (laughs) (laughs) I try not to look, but I still look. God. Anyway. All right. Let's go on to Scream Award. I give you a five out of five. I gave myself a five out of five. (laughs) And well deserved at that. Yes, that was great. It was great to scream because I hadn't seen this movie in years. Yeah, I hadn't either. I really, it was like watching it brand new again for me. It wasn't for me like that because I remembered most of the movie, but Mm -hmm. I didn't remember the scare parts. So I did not. Great, great scream movie. We rented this movie on Amazon and you can also rent it on Apple TV. YouTube, Voodoo, and Redbox. Mom? Yep. That's a wrap on Annabelle. That is a wrap. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And we also have a website, horrorcafepodcast.com. Please comment, like, subscribe, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback and fan mail. I get really excited when I get an email from our followers and please send us emails because we really read them and we do reply. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us out. You can leave the star review and if you can leave a comment, that would be great too. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And until next time, stay spooky. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.